Good morning. Good to see all of you this morning. The first Sunday of Advent 2022. We'll be looking at a very familiar Advent passage this morning. It was read earlier uh, in the service. But first, let me give you a little background to the text. Judah was at the brink of being invaded by enemy forces. Two northern kingdoms in alliance with a powerful nation of Assyria. These were the forces coming to invade Judah. They were plotting to make war against Jerusalem. The threat of this coming war was causing King Ahaz and his people to tremor in fear. The Bible says the heart of the king and the hearts of his people shook like trees of the forest shook by wind. Fear. In the midst of this, God showed up. And assure the king and his people that he has not forsaken them. And he sent the prophet Isaiah to the king, saying to him, Take care, be calm, have no fear, and do not be faint-hearted. God is with us. The king got a message. And God gave him a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son. And she shall call him Emmanuel. So our text this morning is an elaboration on this sign. The sign that God gave to Isaiah. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Isaiah Isaiah chapter chapter 9, verse 6. Two, seven, two verses. And this is the powerful word of God. For the child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be the government rest will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, eternal Father, Prince of Peace, there will be no end to the increase of a government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to obey with justice and righteousness for then on and forevermore. And the zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. Let's pray. Oh God, the Messiah has come and brought light to this dark world. Many have received the light, but the world is still in darkness. And I pray, oh God, that the gospel of light will go out this season, 
this Advent so that many, many, many more souls will receive the light, receive Jesus Christ into their hearts as Lord and Savior. Speak to us, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, we have an outline in your bulletin. If you please follow that quick uh, aside as we go along. So, Emmanuel, the promised one, came as a child and as a son. The promise was fulfilled. The child conceived by the Holy Spirit was born as the Son of God by the Virgin Mary. He was given to us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God gave his, God could have sent an angel of some other form to come and save us, but he didn't do that. He gave his Son. He came as a child, identifying with the lowliest of us, born, being born in a manger. Stinking animals all around him. Not even in a hotel or some other form of dwelling to stay. But he came identified with us. And he grew up like any of us. He lived, perhaps the only thing is that he lived a sinless life. And ultimately, he went to the cross, the purpose of which he came to give his life. He died for our sins. The angel told Mary, You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. He could die for our sin because he was fully God and man. One commentator said, if Jesus were not fully man, he could not stand, he could not stand in the place of sinful man and be a substitute for our punishment. That our punishment, the punishment our sins deserve. And if he were not God, fully God, his sacrifice would have been insufficient. If Jesus is not fully God and fully man, we are lost and stay in our sins. But he died a sinless death to pay the penalty for our sins. He not only died, but he rose again to make us right with God by faith. Every time Christmas comes, it brings Easter. There's no meaningful Christmas without Easter. Because Easter, Christmas foreshadowed Easter. He rose to make us right with God. Paul wrote, he who was 
deliver over, over because of our transgressions and was raised for our justification. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He made peace. So he came as a son, as a child, a son, paid a price. But not only that, he's wonderful, a wonderful counselor, and he's a mighty God. That is good news for us. The word wonderful means extraordinary, great, good, marvelous, excellent. Jesus was wonderful in his first coming, wonderful in his life, wonderful in his teaching, wonderful in his miracles, and of course, how wonderful and glorious he will be in his second coming. You can never really look at Jesus, one commentator said. You can never really look at Jesus, really know him, and be bold. He is wonderful. He will fill your heart and mind with amazement. Sometimes we feel that wonder and amazement when we first become Christians. You know that when you first he over, overshadows you with his wonder. But sometimes familiarity steps in. Oh, how I wish. The song says, take me back. Take me back to the place I first met you. Let me experience your wonder again, Lord. He is not only wonderful he himself, but he is the wonderful counselor. And we read in Isaiah 28, 29, this also comes from the Lord of hosts, who has made his counsel wonderful, his wisdom great, his judgment are unsociable, and his ways unfathomable. Great counselor gave wise counsel to his people. He guides us into truth, the truth that makes our lives better, because he is the truth. Because of his infinite knowledge and wisdom, he best knows our problems. Yes, you can share your problems with friends, with relatives, close friends, but who knows you best? Who knows the deep needs of your heart most? It's Jesus. He knows our conditions. We may have marriage counselors. We may have financial counselors, career counselors, mental health counselors in fact, and etc. But we must first seek the wonderful counselor, Jesus. Jesus Christ. He is with us and has given us the Holy Spirit to lead us, walk alongside us, to be our comforter. Now, let me ask you a question this morning, friends. As believers in Christ, what is it 
that you are going through and I am going through that Jesus is not able to take care of. Absolutely nothing. What is it? As we sit here this morning in the service. You see, I think these are intentional details, these qualifications are intentional deliberate to see who we have as our Savior. There's nothing that Jesus cannot take care of. And that is why Job 42 2, Job came to the conviction I know you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Are you seeking him today in prayer, this wonderful counselor? Reading his word. We can do all other things, but to touch the Bible during the week and spend valuable time is difficult. But you know what? The wonderful counselor speaks to us through his word. He gave us a solution to some of our needs. Are you seeking him in prayer? Reading his word and relying on the Holy Spirit for direction in every situation. God has means of grace. Yeah, I need no financial counselors and all those people. There are means of grace. God provides means of grace that are available to us. But we must first seek Jesus. We must first seek Jesus above all else before we seek those helps that God provides as means of grace. Jesus is available. He's with us. He's with us. Jesus is not only the wonderful counselor, but he's also the mighty God. The one mighty carries the idea of showing great strength of being powerful. Isaiah 45, 24 says, They will say of me, only in the law are righteousness and strength. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is Lord of all creation. He's Lord of all creation. The mighty God. We read in Deuteronomy 10, 17, For the Lord your God is the God of all gods, and the Lord of laws, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who does not show partiality or take a bribe. I know to affirm, to affirm this, we know he's a mighty God. Don't we sometimes sing that song to affirm this mighty God, we sing, He is a mighty God. Angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth bow before Him. Demons bow before Him. That's who He is. There's nothing beyond the power of Jesus. So I think this Christmas message is a wake up call for us, all of us. God has given us what we need in Jesus. 
ഈ സമാരിക ഇമാനുവേ ഗോ വിത്ത് ഓസ് ഇസ് നോട്ടിങ് ഗ്രേറ്റർ ദൻ ജീസസ് ഹി ഹാസ് ഓൾ ദി പവർ ആൻഡ് അതോറിറ്റി ഓൾ ദി പവർ ആൻഡ് അതോറിറ്റി ഹാസ് ബീൻ ഗിവൻ ഓൺ ടു മീ ഹി ഡിക്ലെയർ സോ ഹി വിൽ പ്രൊട്ടക്റ്റ് യു with his power he will powerfully protect his own because he has great he has great because he is the great he's the, he's the mighty god because he has all might he protects his children the samasi of the law in psalm 3 are laid down and slept I lay down and slept I woke up for the Lord sustains me for the Lord sustains me I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people who have set themselves against me round about it does your own declaration this morning or are you burdened down with fear and problems wonderful counselor it just said look to me look to me yes some say i will lay down and enjoy my sleep now when i wake up i realize that the lord sustains me i will not be afraid with 10000 no matter who they are the number who set itself against me round about jesus the mighty god protects us he is with us So I ask you this morning what are your fears? I want to make the message as practical for us because we are going through tough times and the world is looking at Christians to see how we react, who we trust, who is our savior. But when they see us all in disarray and confused, we send a wrong message. So what are your fears this morning this today fear for safety fear for financial um security fear 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 Jesus Christ is all you need he protects his own I've been praying and I know you've been praying too for the Christian in Ukraine. Praying that they would trust the law for safety. In the midst of all the destruction of war. We did it watch images of carnage bumping. Even little babies are not spared. Let us all pray for our inner cities. Fear. Let's pray. That Jesus love, they will know Jesus love and peace and protection in, the, in these difficult times. So Jesus is also the everlasting father and the prince of peace. What is it that God is taking time to align these things? That's, and that who he is, friends, that who Jesus is. 
everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus is the everlasting Father, not as in the sense of the Trinity, but as a son and king, he acts as a father to his people, to us. He will be a father to his people eternally. He feels compassion for us. He protects us. He loves us. His love for us is eternal. Just as the father has compassion for his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. We sing this song, there is not a lowly friend like Jesus, no, not one. He knows all about my struggles, and he will guide till the day is end. He's faithful. He knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. Jesus cares and will be a father to you to me and to the fatherless. I read, I was listening to a radio for uh, family radio. I don't know what some of you are listening about. I like the hymns. They said long ago, family radio was not famous because they had one guy who had bad theology. But, but over, the, over the years, I think it has changed because I hear some good messages. But I was listening to this uh, radio, and it said, these people were in the plane and the storm, tossing up and down. The pilot said, be prepared for any, any eventuality. He sent a message, and people were screaming, yelling, crying. And there was a little girl playing with her dog baby, laughing, doing the dog baby hair. And, 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 the, and the man said, well, little girl, are you, are you not afraid? He looked, looked at the man, no, I'm not afraid. The father is my father, and he's taking me home. Yep. Jesus is everlasting father. And you know what? He will lead us home. No matter what we go through here. Because he has prepared a place. And eventually, we will reign with him. This reign will be one of everlasting peace among the nations of the world. He is the Prince of Peace. He will provide peace in our hearts, in the hearts of those who belong to him and who trust him. But more than that, when he returns and set up his millennial reign for a thousand years, which we read in the passage earlier, the government will be on his shoulder. Christ will reign, and his reign will be a reign of peace, of righteousness of justice. No one know what it, what it say, come Lord Jesus, come. Because there will be no corruption, no injustice. 
peace and righteousness and justice will flow like a river. He will wipe away every tear and set up a new order. So this morning, do you know who Jesus is to you? There's nothing that you need that he cannot provide. He rules now in our hearts, and when he comes, he will rule, and even beyond the millennium, because he's the everlasting king and the king of kings. So my message for you this morning, take time and go through the titles this week. He paid the price. He rose again. You are justified. You have peace with God. But he's there to give you peace as a counselor. Spend time with him in prayer. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. He loves us with an everlasting love. He wants to rule in our hearts today and forever. Let us surrender everything to him today. Joy, joy to the world. The Lord has come. If you are here this morning and you have not accepted Jesus, you don't know what I'm talking about. You can accept him today in your heart as Lord and Savior. And let him be your king, your counselor. Father, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the reminder this morning. And you are here this morning with us in this place. Help us to feel your presence and your glory. And let our presence be evident in our everyday life, knowing that you will not leave us, you will not forsake us. Let our little girl, Father, in the storm of life, we know that you are in control. In Jesus' name, amen.